Yesterday, we were talking about this uh, World Cup, the first ever Fortnite World Cup, and it matched this summer's FIFA Women's World Cup as far as prize money goes. They had $30 million in uh, prize money that they gave away. In fact, 100 competitors were guaranteed $50,000, four of them taking home seven-figure sums. And to put this in perspective, a lot of them are teenagers. The big winner was Kyle Buga, and he won as much as, in fact, he won more than Tiger Woods at the Masters in uh, this competition over the weekend. Here to talk about it, Mark Saltzman. Mark is a technology columnist and expert as far as tech goes and a friend of the show. Welcome to the program, Mark. Good to have you on, as always. Thank you, Kelly. Uh, Always a pleasure to chat with you. And we are certainly in the wrong industry. Oh, man, tell me. Listen, you know who who is in the right industry? And I don't have kids, so I'm hoping this guy's going to take care of me. My nephew, Calvin... Was at the Fortnite World Cup. Oh, awesome. He's on a team. He's not a player, but he's in production. Like, that's how big this 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 industry has yeah. become. He makes a living. He's in his early 20s off of, I don't know, doing I don't know what, because I'm a Gen Xer, and, you know, I'm not a gamer, but he, he produces for a team, and I don't know what that involves. Maybe we'll have him on the show one day. But, Mark, tell us, you know, this is not just a flash-in-the-pan trend, right? Not at all. In fact, it's been growing and growing for the past just over 20 years, I would say. It started in South Korea, and collectively it's called eSports or electronic sports, and these are pro gamers. These are pro athletes that are paid to play against others for serious cash, as you likely know. Now, it's rare that we see a prize pool like this, 30 to 40 million U.S., but there's another one coming. There's another game called Dota, and this is also going to have a $40 million prize pool coming in a month. So we are going to start seeing this kind of thing get bigger and bigger. It's uh, the esports industry is expected to top $1 billion in 2019. And with prize pools like that, it's certainly going to get there. Not to mention, Kelly, the sponsorships and endorsements they get, and then paying for, uh, charging rather, for online streams. When you go to Twitch and other parts of uh, YouTube and other uh, platforms that where you can ask people to pay a buck or two to watch you play the games, a lot of uh, people are doing it, and it's not just kids. What do they get out of that, Mark? Because I think for most of us that grew up, you know, just when video games were evolving from, I hate to say it, but pinball machines to video games, like, you know, I was quite young when that was going on, but I kind of remember playing both. I think it's hard for us to understand that you would actually watch someone else play the game. So what's in it for the yeah. audience? So two things. One, it's entertaining. They often are, you know, they're playing games that obviously that the people watching are interested in, and it's often picture in picture. You'll see the person playing in the corner, wearing a headset and joking around and and talking about what they're doing. It's entertainment. And then secondly, they're learning. They're learning strategies. They're learning tactics in these games that are often required to get you to the next level, whether you're you're playing for for real money or you just want to up your game, literally, and you're playing against your buddies. I, I know a lot of parents scratch their head at that, that, you know, they say to me, and they write me all the time, Mark, when Mike my kids aren't playing they're watching other people play what gives and this kind of started with minecraft you know because it's such a it's such a wonderfully crafted world where you can build what you like and there's several different game modes and it really blurs the lines between game player and game developer so i think kids and kids at heart were watching others explore this digital universe learning tips and tricks along the way and then they can apply that themselves when they 
hop on Minecraft. And now Fortnite is sort of t- taking the reins as, as the big game that everybody's playing. Very different than Minecraft, rather, but uh, ra- uh, mind you, but really uh, entertaining and engaging. This was put together, this Fortnite, wor- Fortnite World Cup. It was the first of what they hope to be many by the game, co- the gaming company that developed the game. Right. Epic. Yeah, it, it, you know, it, are we? Is this a way of sustaining the popularity of the game? Just the hype around a major tournament? Yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. Fortnite is free to play. But Epic makes a ton of money because 125 million people have downloaded the game and are playing it. And when you uh, and you add up all those little microtransactions inside the game, the season passes, as they call it, or just paying a couple of bucks for different skins or outfits and, and dances and all that, it really adds up when you're talking about that kind of volume. Uh, so I think that's critical to Fortnite's success. I think it's, it's threefold, in fact. One is that it is free to play the core game, and then should you want to spend 10 bucks on a season past, it's still one-eighth the cost of a full game. So you're still coming out ahead if you think about it, and I think parents welcome that as well. Secondly is that it's device agnostic. You can play Fortnite on a Windows machine, Mac, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, smartphone, or tablet. So it's incredibly inclusive. Yeah, it's, it's really opening it up to however you like to play on whatever device you own, it'll work. And then third, I think that because the, even though it is somewhat violent, it is an, an action game that uses weapons, it's very cartoon-like. So I think a lot of parents are okay with their kids playing something like this compared to, say, Grand Theft Auto or another more realistically you know, violent game. This is you know, definitely a fantasy game. When you, so, yeah. when you talk about this kid who's 16, I believe, he won more than Tiger Woods at the Masters. I think people, the problem that people have is um, accepting that these people, or at least using the terminology of athlete. Right. How, do you believe that they're yeah. athletes? I get both sides of it. Yes, I definitely think these are athletes. But is it the same level of skill of, as a you know an NHL star or, or the Raptors or Tiger Woods? You know, I, obviously it's it's a different thing. But these are athletes who train. Uh, 12 to 14 hours a day in some cases. Parents who uh, allow these kids to take this to the next level often homeschool their kids so it can work around their training regimen. But is it like a real sport? It is legit, for sure. But obviously, it's and it's hand-eye coordination and it's tactics and there's other skills being employed here. That, But I know it's hard for our generation to appreciate that because we think it's all just for fun but- and it's a twitchy kind of, you know, digital... Um, diversion a little pastime but no it can be played competitively and they can really cash out but those are the cream of the crop i mean 40 million players auditioned if you will to make it to new york last weekend for this major tournament 40 million people wow so obviously you know don't don't think that your kid is going to be the next multimillionaire, but never say never that's just like telling your kid why why play basketball on the street with your friends you're never going to be you know like a Kawhi leonard it's you you don't want to instill that sort of negativity but you also have to have a, a splash of realism in there and moderation i know a lot of parents are concerned about their kids addicted to fortnite and these games are designed to keep you glued to the screen so you know it's all about moderation but yeah it can't you can make that leap from fun to a career for sure it's funny that you bring up parents because um he was the winner kyle was on jimmy fallon last night and fallon asked him what his parents think of him playing pro we've got a clip have a listen your parents go okay this is fun but you got to get working over at like 7-eleven or something you got to get it you got to get a job yeah so like 
pretty much when they found out like I could actually do this for pretty much a job like was when I pretty much got signed to the team and all that but before that I just did like little competitions and made like a little bit of money off that now he's 3.3 million dollars richer it's funny that my uh, sister-in-law told me that my nephew emailed her from New York thanking her the other day for supporting him in yeah. what you know most parents would look at as you know a wasted career right. and he as I said was there producing you know, for a team. And I don't exactly know what goes into that, but it sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, it's a leap of faith, right? And, you, you know, you want to obviously make sure your, your kids recognize that it's, it's very difficult to make that kind of money. But even if you're not making millions, you could have a big career in gaming. I, I was facing the same thing. My parents were sort of questioning what I was doing in the mid-'90s when I decided to get into the video game industry. Uh, before I covered tech, in fact, I was reviewing video games, and then I wrote a book about games. And it is a, a huge industry, and eSports, which is a subset of gaming, is, is just the latest sort of trend. But this is a, a, a legitimate entertainment medium that is only getting bigger and bigger. Interactive entertainment uh, delivers something that a, a passive entertainment doesn't. And it's only going to get bigger whether you're a pro athlete or you want to cover the game, uh, the gaming industry as a journalist like I do. Um, you know, it's, it's really exciting. N- not all the, the parents get it. And it's a fine line. You know, you want to support your kids, but you also want to make sure they recognize that they're not going to be millionaires overnight. It's a lot of hard work. Mark, I appreciate your time. Thanks so much for joining us. Pleasure, Kelly. Anytime. All right. Cheers. Mark Salzman, technology columnist and expert.